If you struggle with boundaries, then we're part of the same club. And today I want to share some of the things that I have been learning about having better boundaries. And perhaps they might help you. Perhaps there is a reason that you clicked on this. And I want to start with a story that happened a while ago now during a period where a good friend of mine was going through a very hard time. And she was leaning on me for support at the time. And one night I had uh, a long shift at work and I got off and she was going through hell and she just wanted to talk and she she wanted support just to feel less alone. And uh, I really wanted to be there for her. But I also felt in my body this like, ah, I don't feel like I've got it in me. It just, there was like some kind of like alarm system going off in my body that was just saying, no, not not right now. Let's do this another time. Your cup is empty. And she's in a state where your cup should be full because you want to be able to support this person and be present and hold space for them. You can't do it right now. Um, but I, I uh, have a tendency of not listening to those kind of signals sometimes when they happen. Um, and in this case, I think I just wanted to be like the good guy. I didn't want, you know, this is somebody who I love and care for. They are reaching out and I want to be the person who can step up. And so I didn't listen to that, that gut feeling. And I was like, nah, I want to be the good guy. And I went ahead and got on the phone with my friend after I got home from work. It's kind of late at night. I'm pretty tired, pretty drained. And they were in a very raw state. And, um, and quickly after we got on the phone, maybe immediately, I could feel this agitation in me. And I'm pretty sure that what had happened was I basically had violated my own boundary by getting on that phone call because I had felt a very kind of innocent, clear need for rest and just space at that moment. And I, I kind of knew that it, I would only really be able to help my friend if I took a, if I took a, a minute to take care of myself first. And that probably meant just like sleeping or whatever. I just knew that my tank was empty and they were in a state that needed something else. So we get on the phone and there's this frustration in me, this anger. Because as I understand it, anger, it's this beautiful force, this emotion that exists within us to protect us. Whenever, you know, a great example would be someone runs up to me on the street and wants to grab my bag or something. Anger is going to instantaneously flood through me and I'm going to be able to potentially scare that person away. Because that's what anger can do. It's just like this incredible enforcer of boundaries, this incredible protector. And because I had violated my own boundary to get on the phone call, I got anger going. And I don't want to because I want to be the good, caring friend. And a lot of the time I'm capable of being that. But in this one instance, I had just not listened to myself. And so I wasn't being verbally angry. But even as I spoke to my friend, I could feel the frustration just coming through 
my voice. It was like an energy. I was saying the right words, but the energy had frustration and anger. And I, would, I could feel how vulnerable they were in that moment. And I was just like, ah, oh, I sh they don't need this. They do not need to have this like angst lumped onto the burden they're already carrying. And, um, and so I just, I noticed that and tried to like stop talking. And I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not in the good, the right space. I knew this and I'm kind of kicking myself. And, you know, eventually we talked for quite a while. I don't think that the conversation was particularly helpful for them. Um, and like I said, it was pretty difficult for me. And the good thing is we talked about it. Like in the days that followed, we, you know, we talked about it. Um, I shared what had been going on for me. She was super understanding and it kind of like, she's like, okay, well, that's what I felt. And it felt really bad. But now that you explain it, I totally understand it. And we were able to kind of like come back to connection and love in our friendship. Um, but uh, in the moment, it was kind of horrible. And it wasn't what she needed and it wasn't good for me it was just all around I didn't listen to myself I didn't listen to my boundaries and so I got crap or and I gave crap and like, it's just the it, it's just not uh, the the best path to walk down and I've learned it again and again and again and one of the things I reflected on after that that moment that conversation that experience was like, when I talked to my friend that night, I had intellectually wanted to talk to her. I had intellectually wanted to be there to support her in that moment. I had wanted to be able to make that choice. And yet there was a boundary inside of me that kind of existed beyond my reasoning. It wasn't something I could choose to have or to not have. It was just a part of me. And I think there are there are certain boundaries and certain emotional needs that we don't really choose. They're just a part of us. And, and it's just like this boundary that exists. It's like my arm. It's not something I can will out of existence. Now I can choose to pretend that, that the feeling isn't there, that the boundary isn't part of me. But then I'm just betraying my own boundaries. I'm betraying my own needs. The boundary and the need itself is non-negotiable. It's just a part of who I am. The only choice is whether or not I uphold that and embody that in my relationships and in my life, or if I pretend it's not there and suffer the consequences. And the people around me will suffer the consequences as well, because I'll become bitter, angsty, frustrated, resentful, and often because I'm simply not just listening to these these needs within me. In the case of that night, that conversation, I could have easily communicated my boundary in a graceful way. I could have said, you know what, I really want to be there for you right now, and I'm just so exhausted. I wish I could, but I know I'm not going to be present enough, and it feels like something I want to be really present for. Can, can we check in in the morning? And Immediately, I've shown that person I still care about them, I want to be present, and I've also acknowledged the reality of where I'm at. And this is something I'm learning about, getting better at it, and I think that it, that recognition that um, 
these feelings you can't negotiate with them they just there's certain boundaries where it's just like i can't really bargain with this part of me it just is what it is kind of just have to accept that this is where i'm at in this moment um now the tricky thing is when somebody else negotiates with our boundaries or when somebody gets upset when we communicate a boundary and that happens. That's why a lot of us are afraid to communicate our boundaries, because we probably had some formative experience where we expressed some part of ourselves honestly, and we got judged or rejected, or someone got mad at us or freaked out or whatever it is. Um, and then we learned, oh, okay, I, I guess I just don't do that. I learn how to compartmentalize these vital aspects of me and just carry a chip on my shoulder. Or I just kind of try to disassociate from what my feelings and my needs and my boundaries are in certain types of situations. And yeah, it's, it can be extremely disorienting when, when I communicate a boundary, when I say like, oh, you know, I can't do that. I'm not, that's not for me. And somebody's like, what are you talking about? And they kind of push and they push on the boundary. Um, because it's hard for me to communicate boundaries in the first place in some areas at least, um, when somebody pushes on that, it can be very confusing and very disorienting and very much just like, whoa, okay, it was hard to stand in myself in the first place, now I'm being pushed, um, and it can take a lot of strength to maintain composure and maintain my center and be like, okay, you, you're pushing, you're pushing that boundary, oh, I'm still me though. It's still a no, or it's still whatever it is. Um, I'm going to maintain my connection to myself even under that pressure. So hard when people try to manipulate with boundaries. And an incredibly, like, kind of disrespectful thing to do, but it happens. It's a part of life. And learning how to have boundaries, uh, a part of it is learning how to, like, for me, it's learning how to disentangle myself from the emotional reality of others to the point where when I naturally, honestly express who I am, what I am, what I am not, I'm comfortable with other people having their, their own reaction to that that's part of their emotional reality. And these are two distinct emotional realities. There's mine, which I have some control over, not complete mastery over. <laughs> and then there's another person's emotional reality, which I have no control over. And that's a beautiful remembrance. And that kind of, for me, that's a piece of, of me. It's something that I come back to when I'm trying to affirm a sense of boundaries between myself and somebody else. If somebody's really reacting to me, they're upset at me because I just expressed a boundary honestly, or I just shared who and what I am, um, I have to remind myself, hey, that's somebody else's emotional reality. And all I can do is try to be a person of integrity. I can be kind, I can be empathetic, I can be understanding, I cannot attack them. You know, I can do the best with the things that are in my control, my actions, my thoughts, my behavior. Um, but I can't change how somebody else reacts. I can do the very best I can, and somebody can still freak out 
and be really mad at me and upset. Um, and that's just, that's just a part of being human. And the other important thing that I guess I've been learning on boundaries is, um, I guess learning some kind of balance because on the one hand, there's a part of me that has had a pattern of kind of excessive passivity of not having boundaries, not having a solid sense of self. And then there's also a part of me that's had kind of like an excessive rigidity, like too much boundaries, too much need for distinction and autonomy. And it feels like there's some, I guess, yeah, just overly rigid. And in between the two, there's some balance where um, I'm not overly rigid, I'm fluid, I have this, this sense of self, this connection to my feelings, to who I am, that's fluid and receptive and open to the world and to others and to the environment, and it can grow and learn and change, and it also can like come back to itself and feel acceptance for itself and and love for itself and this kind of like balanced sense of self from which uh, I guess maybe healthy boundaries just kind of naturally arise. That's something that I'm, uh, yeah, learning a lot about. And it's an amazing thing to learn about. I feel like in the last few years of my life, I've really been coming out of my shell, stepping into the world, uh, exposing myself to situations, places, experiences that totally take me um, beyond my little bubble, kind of stretch me and force me to have stronger boundaries, a stronger sense of self that's also capable of growth and receptivity and fluidity, and it can kind of dance around and adventure a little bit more in this wild world. That is all I have to share on this vast subject today. I hope you enjoyed it. Perhaps there are parts of my experience you can relate to. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, go ahead. This is the kind of stuff you get here. Honest storytelling, sharing my experience, my reflections. And if you want to check out my book, there are links to that in the description below. And until next time, I hope that you have a beautiful day. Take care.